Hi, welcome to the Bridge Podcasts. We hope you enjoy the following message. For more information on all that's happening at the Bridge Church, please visit www.bridge-church.com. Amen. I have just a short message for you this morning, um, just to share five things. So last week, we began looking at the supernatural church, and uh, I'd said that we would look at the purpose of signs and wonders. So I want to do that quickly this morning, just look at the reason why signs and wonders are important. Amen. And uh, if we go, first of all, to Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. It says there, here am I and the children whom the Lord has given me. We are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. So we've got this scripture in Isaiah here who is saying, do you know what? We are totally for the miraculous power of God, signs and wonders to be at work here. Amen. If they come from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. We'll read a scripture in just a little while about a sorcerer, Bar Jesus, and he was trying to turn people away from the way, away from Christ. And, um, you know, the devil is also able to perform certain feats and things like that. So we don't, in this church, when we say like last week, we have natural eyes and spiritual eyes, our spiritual eyes have to be completely open to the fact that um, the supernatural works in the demonic realm and in, in, in the dark realm, as well as in the kingdom of light. Amen. And it can become, this is why we need, this is why we need the Holy Spirit. We need wisdom. We need, we need the, to, to know in the days ahead, what is real? And I was actually listening to um, a conversation yesterday about the potential of artificial intelligence in the future. It's already able to write your um, essays and do a job application and all of these sort of things. And it can even take the form of a person and look like someone is really talking to you. If you didn't know this, you can have a little Google about it, and you'll start to see that companies are beginning to perfect, um, um, really perfect this technology. And if, you're not, if we are not discerning, we will not know what is real and what is fake. So we, we need to understand what is, what is real. Amen? And so... Um, with our spiritual eyes, we will open, we will be able to tell these things. But anyway, um, back onto the signs and wonders. He's, here that he's saying, as I saying, we are for signs and wonders. The last miracle, someone said, what was the last miracle that Jesus did? Well, Peter cut off a centurion's ear and Jesus picked it up and he put, he put Malchus's ear back on. There you go, pal. There you go, you, you know. But that really wasn't the last miracle. Miracles are happening today. 
Miracles are happening all the way up till today, all the way up to Lewis's birthday. Miracles are happening. Amen. Miracles are happening. And so, because of the cross, which in itself was a miracle, and the resurrection, which was also a miracle, miracles continue to this day. Signs and wonders continue. So number one, the purpose of signs and wonders. Signs and wonders give us infallible proof of the reality of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. And if the, the supporting scripture there is Acts 4, verse 33, it says, with great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. Amen? So the apostles are testifying to the resurrection of Jesus Christ and God gave them his grace. They're going around talking about the resurrection. You know, sin was overcome at the cross, but the enemy was overcome at the resurrection. The enemy at the resurrection, it was final. You are kaput. Your days are numbered. Has anyone seen The Passion of the Christ? I know it's quite an old movie now, but there's one scene where Christ is on the cross and that that kind of person who's portraying Satan is walking in the background and gloating as if to say, that's it, we've won. But then the resurrection happened. Amen. So signs and wonders give us proof that Jesus has been resurrected because that resurrection power is yours. That re- the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. So that's the reality. And I want to say this morning that signs and wonders are intentional acts of God. They're not random. God doesn't do random. Everything, the, the miracles, the signs, and the wonders are intentional acts of God. And that is why when he says, for example, Haley, I've got somewhere for you to go. He knows where you're going, who you're going to see, and what you're going to do there. It's all very intentional. So when we hearken to the voice of the Holy Spirit and we let the Holy Spirit take us to wherever we need to be, God intentionally does a sign or a wonder there. Why does he do it in that place? Well, why, why would I go there? I've no business being there because the people there have, the Holy Spirit is already at work. So when you, you're just, you're just, you just become the possibility and then the opportunities there and then you speak and things change. Number two, Signs and wonders confirm the power and integrity of God's word by supernaturally meeting people's needs. Wherever you go, there's needs. Wherever you go, there will always be a need. Acts chapter 14, verse 3. So Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there. This is talking about a place called Iconium. And they were speaking boldly for the Lord, who confirmed the message of his grace by enabling them to perform signs and wonders. Wow. The Lord confirmed the message by enabling them to perform signs and wonders. Isn't that amazing? 
If you go to verse 8, a little further down in the Amplified Version, you hear it start to talk about this man that was at Lystra. He was unable to use his feet. He was a cripple from birth. He had never walked. He had never walked, right? He had never walked. This man was listening to Paul as he spoke. And this, I love this. Paul looked intently at him and saw that he had faith to be healed. Paul checked him out, man. Paul looked intently at him, like as if you're looking into someone's soul and to say, I can see that you have faith to be healed. And I believe God will give us, give you that discernment to look at someone and to look right through them and to know where they're they're at. It's biblical. Here it is. Paul knew he had faith to be healed. And so he said with a loud voice, before I go on, Paul discerned that before saying, get up and walk. Paul discerned that before he said, get up and walk. Then he said with a loud voice, stand up on your feet. And the man jumped up (laughs) and began to walk. Mark 16, 20, the disciples went out and preached everywhere and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. Amen. So when people's needs are met, spirit, soul, and body, it affirms God's word. Hey, this, there must be some truth. There must be some truth to what you're saying. Of course there is. This is the only truth you'll ever know. Amen. Number three, signs and wonders are God's ways of reaching the lost. Opening their hearts up to Jesus and bringing them to salvation. Now, we all came to Christ through a different route, probably. We all came, and and, and of course, we can never go without saying we probably were prayed into the kingdom by a loving granny or grandpa or a bunch of people or a Christian friend. People have been interceding that we would come to Christ. When Pastor Tom is here in June, his story is amazing because he lived in this little flat in Johannesburg and he had these neighbors and every time he came home, he tried to avoid his neighbors and they would, they would like hear him coming and they'd come out and they'd go, hi Tom, you know, and they were a Christian couple and he said that basically they just prayed and prayed and prayed for him until eventually he gave, (laughs) he gave his life to Jesus. But he was like, I'm I'm, do, I'm dodging them today, but someone somewhere prayed us in. But a lot of people have come to Christ because they've been the witness of a miracle, yes. a sign and a wonder. Amen. Acts 9.34, he found a man named Aeneas who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Aeneas, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your mat And immediately, another immediately, Aeneas got up. And all those who lived in Lydia and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. So when they saw what happened, their hearts just turned. Turned towards the Lord. Acts 9.41. Peter sent them all out of the room. And he got down on his knees and he prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. This was a 
dead person. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and he presented to her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. So many people believed in the Lord because of this resurrection event. Number four, signs and wonders when manifested caused the fear of God to come upon people's hearts. If you, you know, if you've swithered between this place and that place, how many of you know all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just reaches in and it shocks you into like the fear of God. It's like, I know, I know that I'm not doing the right thing. I know I'm not living my life the right way. I know I need to put this right. It's almost as if your whole inside trembles when the Holy Spirit convicts you of something. Amen. The so Acts 5, uh, verse 1 to 11, I'm not going to read it all, is the story of Ananias and Sapphira, who thought it would be a good idea to try and squirrel away some things for themselves. And the end of them both was that uh, they dropped dead. Ananias and Sapphira because they tried to defraud the Holy... How would you try and de deceive the Holy Spirit? You know, you're, you're on a loser there. And then there was Elijah and the victory over the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. And it says in 1 Kings 18, it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah, the prophet, came near and he said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. So he defeated these prophets of Baal, all right? You, met, you know the, the Bible story. You should go and read it in 1 Kings 18. And... Um, you see there that people began to turn their hearts back to the Lord. Amen. Number five, signs and wonders demonstrate, this is the last one, that Jesus conquered Satan and that he supernaturally delivers people out of Satan's hands. This is a really powerful one, actually. Um, because many people, when we talk about deliverance, you, you need, we need to be delivered out of the clutches of the enemy. Because he, he, once he gets his clutches into to, to you, he, he wants to keep you and not let go. And, he, he, and, and even if he is forced out for a while, the Bible says he waits for an opportune time to come back again. So he loves people that have been delivered but fall back into what they've been delivered from. Oh, he loves people like that because he can go back and be even strong, have an even stronger dominion over that person. And in Acts chapter 13, it's talking about this, the blinding, physical blinding of a man called Bar-Jesus. And this man, Bar-Jesus, was a Jew, but he was a false prophet, or, and he was a sorcerer. And it says in the word that when they traveled through the entire land of Cyprus, as far as Paphos, they found a sorcerer, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus, who was closely associated with the proconsul of the pro province, 
Sergius Paulus. So this guy was in with the government. An intelligent and sensible man was Sergius Paulus. He called for Barnabas and Saul and wanted to hear the word of God concerning eternal salvation through faith in Christ. So here's this governor. He's beginning to get interested in Jesus. He wants to know about salvation. He wants to know about the way. But Elimas, that's another name for Bar-Jesus, Elimas the sorcerer opposed them, trying to turn the proconsul away from accepting the faith. Sneaky, sneaky. But Saul, who was also known as Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit and led by the Holy Spirit, I love this, looked steadily, another look, looked steadily at Elimas and said, you, Elimas, who are full of every kind of deceit and every kind of fraud, you son of the devil, enemy of everything that is right and good, you will never stop perverting the straight paths of the Lord. Now watch, watch. The hand of the Lord is on you and you will be blind. So blind that you will be unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately, another immediately, a sign and a one, signs and wonders happening immediately. Immediately a mist and darkness fell upon him and he groped around seeking people to lead him by the hand. You can imagine him, what's happened to me? Someone take me and you know, I can't see where I'm going. Verse 12, the proconsul believed the message of salvation when he saw what had happened, being astonished at the teaching concerning the Lord. Amen. So these people who would try and deceive and who would try and turn people away from Jesus Christ, we, we, take them, we have to take authority yes. over them. And, um, well, wouldn't it be unkind to say, Lord, I'm just going to pray you deal with them no matter what happens because what what's going to happen to them? But the word is clear. In other places in the word it says, pray a north wind against your enemy. Pray. We pray for our enemies, yes. But there are people that are actively coming against us. It's our, it's our job as Christians. It's our duty to stand against that to stand against the flood that's coming in. Because the longer we can delay it, the more souls can be saved. The more, that's the reason for opposing the forces of darkness. It's giving the, the right amount of time for people to be reached and to be saved. Do you believe that? Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our website, www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.